0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty. Today is the 18th day of April, 2023. Tuesday, Tuesday. Took a day off yesterday. Actually took the whole week off last week uh, in preparation for our Resurrection Sunday as Orthodox Christians. While most of you know that I am simply a straight-up Yahusha girl at this point, Uh, some of you still refer to him as Jesus. I do not. I, 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 I do on occasion, depends on my audience, but I think that names are important, and I was convicted about that uh, about a year ago uh, with regard to not taking the Lord's name in vain. And in my studies, what I realized is that that's not really a matter of GD, as some of you understand it, as much as it is about giving the a false weight or an assignment of weight falsely to our creator so that's you know false weights right and, and because we because we have a father and a creator of justice right an author of justice he he is he is the Elohim of all Justice in his weights are balanced and true, right? Which is why he hates lying. He hates lying, finds it detestable, right? Because who is the father of lies? That's right. Uh, The enemy of our souls and his nemesis. Soon to be completely uh, done away with in the lake of fire. Uh, to what day and time and hour, who knows, but we do know as Christians that that time is coming. So so the father of lies it is filled with false accusation. Amen? And so when we cast false accusations and we give a false weight onto, and there's an imbalance of the scales of justice, you have to know that the author of, of justice is only going to tolerate that for so long. So when we think, when we see things happen like our election grid right in the compromise thereof and we see today in breaking news that Fox News has submitted to over 750 million dollars in damages uh, as a settlement to Dominion voting machine and and I love what one pundit said he said you know had, had they the only reason they were they were they were subjected to to hand over that type of money for quote defamation was because there was there was inner dialogue within the company of the fact that they didn't believe that the election was stolen so if you didn't believe it was stolen why would you why would you go on record um accusing the a particular company that was responsible for the voting machines, the apparatus and software in 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 many in many states, particularly the swing states, why would you go on record stating that they were responsible if you didn't believe the election was thrown to begin with? Right. So so today kind of proves that talking out of both sides of your face isn't going to uh, be expedient or cost effective. So. But speaking of imbalances, right, imbalances of justice and, and giving imbalanced scales, I mean, we see what's happening to President Trump all over the country. He has three looming uh, cases against him. And at, for all intents and purposes, you can see that over the years that these concocted stories of which no one has been held accountable who put these things together, right, the the architects of confusion and maligning, Have not been held to account. I don't know that they will on this side of eternity, but I take my peace in knowing that I do have a Father in heaven who sees all. And his scales are balanced. So while you may be a useful idiot on this side of eternity, on behalf of the father of lies and propagating oppression and gain by ill gotten means, right? and greed and lies and murder with the tongue and actual murder of people to cover your lies and wars that have been perpetuated to cover your lies in the scales of, of, of injustice, right? You have to know that if you don't answer for it, in in the in the halls of justice on this side of eternity, you will one thousand percent without a doubt answer for it on the other side because that's a promise and you don't even have to be a Christian to believe that. I mean a lot of you still believe in karma, right many of you who are who are are not really quote believers or faith-based people you understand universal principles. And and there's only so long that people get away with their dastardly deeds. And again, you may die and go on into wherever you're going, living in those dastardly deeds, not having seen really anything come back on you. But if you have children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren, you best believe someone in your lineage is going to be set upon that those scales of the weights with which you meted out in justice. It will happen. And that's not because the sins of the father are passed down to the other generations as much as by, by our father of justice through the cross, right? But, but in as much as the various rebellious spirits end up getting passed down in the way of sins, generational sins that are passed down, right? Rebellion, mischief, lying, Stealing, cheating. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob all had lying spirits. Prove me wrong. It got po- passed down from one generation to the next. And it almost caused one tragedy after another. And in some cases, it did. With Abraham, the king's like, what the heck, dude? What are you doing? Like, you could have gotten me killed. Telling me that Sarah was your sister. Are you nuts? Right? But Abraham had fear of man. Isaac had fear of man. Jacob, Israel, had fear of man. Fear of man is a sin. People-pleasing is a sin. Being a peacekeeper is a sin. Being a peacemaker is godly. Having fear and reverence and awe of only one created, uh, not created being rather, but our, our eternal father that is holiness and that will always be honored it just will so my holy week was last week because i do still recognize my the the lineage in which i was raised and although i'm just a straight up yahusha girl um again names matter right your name has weight If you don't think so, you should check that with your father because it does. Your name has weight. Our father's name has weight. Yahusha's name has weight. Names are important. Names are really important, especially when you're dealing with spiritual warfare. Very important to understand in whose authority it is you show up. Because if you don't think the devils know that, go back and read your new testament what happened to several of the disciples who tried to cast out devils and were well i wouldn't really call them maybe they were disciples but they were certainly on the short end of the stick of understanding who they were as disciples i think they wanted to be disciples right um but the devils looked straight at them and and was like hmm, hold on a minute jesus we know Yehusha, we know, Paul we know, but who are you, right? And you know how it is whenever somebody tries to step to you and you're like, I'm sorry, who are you, right? Especially if you know your authority in something or you know your profession, you know your lane, you know you know that you are someone's mother, someone's wife, someone's daughter, sister, employee, boss, you know congressman congresswoman president of the company you know you know in, in whose authority and by which authority and what authority you you come to whatever lane you're in and so when people step to you in a certain way you're like whoa whoa, whoa hold on hold on hold on i had someone recently thankfully who is in a position of spiritual authority um as prophets go remind me of her authority and that she simply could not receive a certain greeting a salutation by me because that's not that's not our relationship a and b that's not who she is she holds a higher authority than that than than what i assigned to her me just being me right me just being friendly and and really not knowing her authority or her anointing until i did further research and it is important to understand with whom it is you are dialoguing. Whose authority do they come in? There's a reason why prophecy is, is is heralded in scripture as the as the not only the preferred gift but the one to be sought. Not that all gifts aren't glorious and and for His glory, um, and and to really magnify His creation, but but prophecies. But prophecy is interesting because if you actually receive a prophet's word for your life, you receive a prophet's reward. And you know why that is? because And this is why, this is why, this is why people in the American Protestant church and others are being paid in their pulpits to turn you away from scripture that tells you that prophecy and that tithing and offering and healing for today are heresy. You heard me. I'll say it again. That's why many churches have been approached and offered money to turn away from sound doctrine, to lure you away from sound doctrine. So you know why? So you won't receive a a today word from a living breathing father who did not die and did not put duct tape over his mouth with the death of the last apostle did not happen right and and a father who in um, a father who knows all who knows the beginning, from the end, the end from the beginning, and has things to share with us on the regular, not first through his word and and then through his prophets his prophets should always be pointing to the word. And you got a lot of false prophets running around. you got a lot of 1-900, get out my crystal ball and give you a word from Jesus going on. And that is nothing but a just straight up from hell. So you got to learn how to discern those things, right? And then they also don't want you to understand the power of the tithe and bringing your tithes and your offerings. So the word says, bring your tithes and offerings into my storehouse. You have robbed me. And we ask, how have we robbed you? And he's like, by not bringing your tithes and offerings into the storehouse. Do this thing and test me in this and see if I won't pour you out a blessing so big you can't contain it. And you know what the modern church says, especially Americans? We say, um, well, that was the Old Testament. That no longer applies. And listen, I've been there. I've been there after receiving the revelation because I was like, oh, I could really use this money right now right? Well, it was Old Testament. (sighs) I mean, just because we're saved doesn't mean that, you know, that we're not all capable of being tempted like Peter was to have the enemy speak directly through our faces at any given time. We can be influenced and we are influenced uh, 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day by either our father, our own thoughts or the enemy's. That's it. You have three, three waves of entry points into your psyche at any given time into your spirit. And that's either going to be your creator, your father, it's going to be yourself, or it's going to be your enemy. Who told you you were naked? That was father's response to Adam and Eve hiding. Who told you, right? So someone spoke to them, the serpent spoke to her, and then she spoke to Adam, and they both ate. And here we are right? So if you were to sign up for restoredcoaching.org and use my code THIRST, T-H-I-R-S-T, you would understand what I'm talking about. If you don't already, the course is amazing. We are, uh, we are, we're on the back nine of our course. It's an eight week course. And we took this week off um, in order for me to, I'm getting back to that, by the way, uh, to honor our Holy Week. But amazing course, restoredcoaching.org. You can take it by yourself. You can take it with a group of people. Uh, but if you use my code for thirst, thirst ministries, then you will get up to, uh, you will get 30% off of your course. So that is specifically for my peeps, uh, gift from my brother, uh, who runs that course and was the architect of that course to me and my gift to you. So amen. And you're welcome. It is priceless it is timely it is necessary it is life saving it will it will help you understand who it is we are at war with bad grammar monica but it's true true story nevertheless so restoredcoaching.org. But so, of course, they don't want you to know that if you test God in this one thing, which he told you to do, and he will also to get the devourer off your finances. He will keep the canker worm and other things from eating your finances and your crops. And it doesn't have to be corn. It could be the crops of your life. It could be your ideas. It could be your relationships. It could be any number of things. And I'm a firm believer in this, in tithing and offering, because that is how I cut my teeth as a new widow who lost every dime we had to an investment scheme. And it was the first place in my born-again life as a Christian where I was called to tithe, and I did right after losing it all. And I will tell you this, we, we may have had moments of, How the heck are we going to pay for this? But my cupboards were never bare. I never took food stamps. And there's no shame for those of you who are in that line right now. But it was my heart's desire to never get to that level of relying upon the government rather than my father. And so I didn't. And yes, our electricity was cut off, and you've heard all the funny stories. And and yes, I had to cook every bit of food that I had in my freezer before it all went bad because it all thawed out because the, you know, the Cobb EMC mafia shut me off on a Friday afternoon at 3 p.m. right before they closed, and I couldn't get over there fast enough uh to make my payment, and all of my food was going to spoil. So what do we do? We hosted a cooking party. <laughs> Don't try to give me lemons. I'm gonna make some lemonade. Some, what are those things called? I almost said an Arnold Palmer. Almost said a Tom Collins, but <laughs> I don't want to freak some of you out about alcohol. So an Arnold Palmer, Amen. Get me some tea and some and some lemonade. And, uh, but the Lord has always been faithful over my life as a widow and raising a child by myself always. And we went through some hell, not going to lie. And you know my story, so I won't bemoan it, but I will always give him glory for that. So you're not going to hear me say, Oh, tithing and offerings, the old Testament, you know? Yeah, it is exactly in the old Testament. But do you want to be accused of robbing? And here's the deal. Here's the deal. Would you prefer, would you prefer to count on? A, the government that's not even duly elected in your country anymore, would you rather depend on the, the World Economic Forum to determine and close uh, Schwab. Schwab, how, that's hilarious. <laughs> it just reminds me of memes and skits that I've seen of Klaus Schwab. I mean, what is it with my German peeps? Good grief! We are the most nefarious people on Earth, whenever it comes to the Germanic tribes, and the crazy, kooky things, the demonic things that they submit to. I mean, it's unbelievable! It's like every tragedy that comes through humankind comes through the Germanic tribes, it seems. It's just unreal. Thank Father for my my Greek peeps, but... You know, and I love my German family, don't get me wrong, but man, I look at my lineage sometimes and I'm like, man, you guys needed the Lord. Ugh. Anyway, and still do. So would you rather depend upon Klaus to hand out your ration of bugs? Right? Your bugs that you're supposed I'm sorry, that's not at my father's marriage supper of the Lamb. We're not eating bugs. We're not eating cockroaches and locusts. No offense, John the Baptist, but that was then and this is now. And so at my father's table, there's cow, there's lamb, there's ostrich, there's alligator, there's you name it. (laughs) We got it. Right? So we're we're not eating bugs. But but if you want to see your family blessed, I'll tell you this, and he does tell you, test me, I triple dog dare you. to test me in this and see if I won't pour you out a blessing so big. So, of course, the WEF is paying, trying to pay pastors now to tell you that tithing and offering is stupid. It's the Old Testament. It doesn't work, right? Because that's Satan attempting to exalt his seat above the throne of our Father, which he said he was going to do. So if he couldn't do it in heaven, where else is he going to do it? The place upon which he was expelled. Hello? Hello? Really simple stuff. 2 plus 2 is 4, not 5, no matter what they tell you. Okay, and then last but not least, healing is not for today. That's what they'll tell you. I have Christian friends who have taken me on, taken me to task, go toe-to-toe with me about prophecy, about tithing, and about healing for today. And they absolutely do not believe that there's healing for today. That is in the glory body, whenever I guess you're supposed to get a banjo and a robe and a halo, I don't know. But that's not the glory that I'm looking forward to. The glory rests upon us right now. You know how I know that? Because he imparted the Holy Spirit to his disciples and to his apostles and to all those who were present. And he imparts his Holy Spirit to you as a believer. John 17 stated that he was praying for those who would come after his disciples and that our joy would be complete as well. His prayer was not only for the apostles in John 17, one of the most beautiful things you'll ever read. Go read it tonight before you go to bed. Read it every night before you go to bed. Read it it to your children. Read it to your grandchildren. Read it over yourself until you believe it. Forget bugs and COVID and in elections and regimes and all this crazy madness going on and the dep- dep- the devaluing of the dollar and everybody's running for the hills and everybody's scared. No, we're we're not a part of that system, which is why the system hates us. And it always will because it always has. This is nothing new. The Antichrist spirit was in the earth during Christ. He said so. Not to be confused with the person of the Antichrist, but the spirit of Antichrist, which is simply anti-love. And how do I know that? Because John 3.16 tells us that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to die for it. That is called love. Amen? And anything that is not love is anti-love, which is anti-Christ. And anyone who is telling you that Christ did not come and is now seated on the mercy seat is not a believer. And they are serving an anti-Christ spirit. doesn't mean they're demons. doesn't mean they're devils. It simply means that they are serving something other than the Father and the author of life, of love, and of liberty. Love it. Amen. And so the sooner you understand that, and the sooner you really understand Ephesians six and eleven, Ephesians six and twelve, you understand that your 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 battle is not with flesh and blood for sure, but it but it is working through flesh and blood, right? These powers and principalities work through flesh and blood, and they work through your pulpits to try to rob you of your inheritance. Which is why thirst ministry stands for teaching his inheritance, that's you, refreshing single-minded truth. No longer being double-minded. No longer one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. And I've certainly mastered that. So uh, chief among them, chief among you, right? Nothing to be proud of at all. And only by his grace and mercy am I still sitting here on these airwaves able to tell you that his mercies are new every morning and we are in fact called to a level of holiness that if we are not living on that and in that If we are not living in Psalm 91, if we are not living in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, if we are not going from glory to glory, if we are not tithing and we are not offering, we're not living by basic precepts of the Ten Commandments, if we're not living according to those truths, to that truth, inerrant truth, universal truth, by the way, if we're not living according to conduct, becoming of a Christian, we will go down with the world. You will be consumed But you don't have to be. And we don't have to be. And for every beautiful face, I got to tell you guys something. I tweeted this this morning. They got some super smoking hot people coming on board right now who have have not had Twitter accounts. They've been, you know, in obscurity. And I realize the Lord is raising certain people up during this time. But when I'm judging by their fruit and I hear them in spaces and then I see their beautiful faces and I go, oh, oh. Okay, and, they've, and they're quoting scripture, and they're telling you to put on the full armor, and they're praying the Lord's Prayer, and they're very beautiful men and women. And in the meantime, right at the end of all of that holiness, right, what are they calling you to do? Action. Well, what does that mean? You'll, know, you'll note that I have been calling people out on this call to action bull uh, for the past two years. Because people love to come into my spaces talk. But you got to get up your Second Amendment. Better get your arms together. We're going to have to rise up. Okay, what does rise up mean? What does that mean? I'm sorry, who exactly is it that you're going to rise up against? Because we can't even get 12 of you to go stand outside of the D.C. jail and, and protest in, in favor and in honor of those who are still sitting in solitary confinement without so much as a visit from their council. So I'm sorry. Tell me again. Who who is it exactly that you're going to rise up against? What what are we doing? You're going to exercise your second amendment. How how so? <laughs> right? It's so it's I feel like I'm dealing with like what was that cartoon? Who who is the little guy with the with the big Oh my gosh. Elmer Fudd, thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Elmer Fudd, right? I deal with Elmer Fudds day in and day out online where people are just so big and bold and bad and, and, and they're just ready, right? And I'm like, you do realize that you're sitting in a hotbed. Like Twitter legitimately is where kinetic action will 1000% be uh, tipped off. It, that, that, that is the ignition point. That, that's it. That is the tripwire. It is absolutely the tripwire on Twitter. And some of you need to be very careful about uh, your company and the company that you keep. That's all I'm going to say about that. I know that upsets some of you, but use your own discernment. I'm using discretion. I have a company and a ministry that I am in charge of protecting and, uh, and otherwise uh, holding up to honorable standards of excellence. And so I'm not going to sit on here and name names, uh, you guys they now they out themselves. All you gotta do is listen. And when two plus two is not equaling four, turn the channel. Turn it off. But I understand train wrecks are really exciting. I get it. I understand human nature to a large extent. So I get it, but these people are not your allies. I'm telling you, they're not allies of your freedom. That's for sure. And as you have every single three letter agency you can imagine, uh, sitting back, surveilling your every like, your every exclamation point, your every heart, your every word that you say in these spaces and people get you all wound up and get you excited. And before you know it, you're on somebody's bulletin board, you know, or on a whiteboard and you're part of somebody's nexus of communication. And the next time they decide to deploy their assets to take people on by lawfare, you're going to be one of them. You'll be one of the ones with a GoFundMe and a crying wife and child or a crying husband, who knows, Um, and child, you know, talking about we got to raise money for Debbie's, uh, you know, prison fund or whatever. So I'm just telling you, we live in perilous times in this country right now. However, we are as wise as serpents and as gentle as doves, amen, and and we are, listen, we are sent out as sheep to the wolves. So if you don't know whose authority it is that that you come, it, it, by which you come, and, and you don't understand why you're there to begin with, and you're just there to listen and kind of blow off steam, I want to encourage you to start using discretion. And I realize some of these folks, some of these little creatures that they have deployed are called honeypots for a reason. They are super smoking hot, very pretty. Not exactly the most articulate, which is kind of endearing to some of you because it's like, oh, she's so personable. She's so relatable. I mean, whoever's doing the recruiting on the honeypots, hat tip to you, dude, because or chick because you're doing a good job. But as for those of you who are the ones being beguiled, be smarter. Be smarter because you have a life of abundance to live. And so there's no reason to be taken down or taken out by the enemy you know, just because you'd like you're a lone gazelle. No, you need to be within a body. So speaking of, I'm going to pivot away from that. So, this weekend celebrated orthodox easter which is according to the julian calendar so it was um it was exciting because i held my first uh annual get together for uh, my partners with thirst ministry and it was fascinating to watch people who have been a part of one another's growth a spiritual growth over the past year get together in fellowship who had never met none of us have ever met in person and it was beautiful. I just sat back and, and really took it all in and watched. And I know many of you are, are churchless. You're homeless right now with regard to a church, and you're welcome to join us um, at mine. You're welcome to email me about that. We have a small group, and you know we do have a uh, protocol that we go through uh, in terms of understanding that we encourage people to pursue uh, in order to even speak the same language that the rest of us speak for that matter. And restored coaching is really the foundation of thirst ministries and where we begin. And so I, I would encourage you, um, you know, reach out to me. You're welcome to at Monica at Monica com, And I'll be happy to, uh, you know, introduce you to, to that whole protocol and, and talk to you about what we do. But, um, Really what we're doing is getting together and praying for one another and fellowshipping and doing exactly what the word says to do and helping each other out whenever we need help. Uh, Pretty simple stuff. You know, like we don't have, we don't have a political theme in in terms of like, we're, we're not planning rallies and uh, you know, we we don't even, we give politics zero. (laughs) I give the spirit of politics zero entry point into this ministry um, outside of my work as a political consultant, if I'm called upon as a consultant, uh, and at the moment I'm not, I, I've been called upon to advise um, a few folks recently on very uh, targeted uh, subject matters. But other than that, I, I don't, um, I, I don't engage on that on that level um, of deployment, if you will, because that's not the lane I'm called into at the moment. Um, and, and to be honest with you, it is so taxing on your soul. You can't even begin to imagine, um, you get a taste of it by being on social media all day, particularly if you're on Twitter, but when you're in the belly of the beast, if you're not called to that lane, you really should stay out of it because your lack of protection, um, it is very real, right? And I try to warn some of my friends and colleagues about that. That it, there are certain lanes within politics and media that, um, you know, if, if you are just joking around trying to run a space and you think it's ha ha hee he, and we're going to get likes and followers out of it, and, and what you realize is that you've you you have become part of the tripwire, right? You have now become the host to the honeypots, <laughs> and and if you want to talk about some nasty mudslinging, holy wowness of the worst of the worst of humanity that goes on in political operatives and in political operations. Um, yeah, no thanks. It, it is it is so bad. I don't even recognize the industry um, that I've served for over 20 years. I don't at all. It's nasty. It is filthy. It's murderous in terms of people willing to murder one another with the tongue like anything I've ever seen I just reached out to someone very well known recently and asked if an allegation was true, because if it was true, um, then I was going to completely distance myself from this person um, because I do not want to be associated um, with someone who walks um, in that, in that darkness. And, and and, in this person you know, has been accused of something guilty by association. And I got to tell you, that's very egregious. Remember how I started the show. Our father hates imbalanced scales. That is injustice. And when you start throwing someone's name around, like what's been done to me lately, which we're about to remedy. uh, But when you start throwing someone's name and their legacy and their work and, you know, uh, things of that nature, we do have laws for a reason. I mean, Fox News can now attest to that with regard to Dominion. So it can become very costly on a number of levels whenever you libel, defame, and slander people. Um and, and yeah, I realize the onus is on the person being uh or or um or decrying defamation. Um but you know, when you have the receipts, that that becomes a, a tolerable job. And that becomes a tolerable trade off, to be honest with you. That's fine. I'll build my own case because you built it for me and I have the receipts to prove it. And so when I come for you um, to clear my name and as a matter of I'm going to grant you one time to retract your statement, and if that's not optional for you, then we will in fact uh, go toe-to-toe and engage in lawfare. That's fine. That's fine, but I'm merciful enough to give someone the opportunity to retract their statements, their defamatory statements. But that's how people play in the world now. That is the world system. And some of you will be like, well, the Bible says not to sue. No, the Bible says not to take one another to court as believers. These folks are not believers. These are self-avowed atheists who have taken on um, the church, the ministry, and me as something they find pleasure they take pleasure in defaming, and they and I have no idea if they're actually profiting off of this, but these are things that will be discovered along the way unless someone decides to be uh, a decent human being and an adult and retract their defamatory statements, but I'm pretty sure that time has come and gone, so I digress, but as it relates to others being guilty by association, just because someone takes a picture with someone does not mean they're guilty by association. We have got to stop this madness, especially as the church. Grow up. I've taken pictures with all kinds of political hooligans. doesn't mean that I support them or that I would ever take another picture with them now that I know, but maybe I didn't know what I didn't know at the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes people just don't know. But when you start throwing people's names in with, like, felonious acts that somehow they're guilty too. Because they had dinner with this person or, so-and-so must have known because, you know, how do you not know that? Do you know? Some of you don't even know the person lying next to you at night. You've been married for over 25 years and you don't know what they do at 4 a.m. while you're sleeping. Some of your people die and you go, holy crap, didn't know Uncle... Fester was, you know, into this, (laughs) whatever this is, right? So we have got to learn to wait, either pursue the evidence or to wait for it to emerge. But, you know, X plus Y does not always equal Z plus T minus 2. I mean, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. So whenever I see these Wow, like world war like 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 civil war sized cannonballs being thrown, you know, uh, across the Twitter aisle. uh they have these have very real legal ramifications. This is murder with the tongue. And that is coming from an unbalanced scale of justice. And I promise you as sure as the day is long that will come back to bite you every time. So if you are one of those people who have been engaging in that and you consider yourself a Christian, I want to encourage you to repent, to confess to your father in your own private prayer time and ask for forgiveness and turn away and ask for the assignment that's coming back to you to be canceled You want to cancel that assignment because it will return to you in the spiritual realm. Again, my people perish for lack of knowledge, right? And we will be held accountable for every idol, which means unproductive, word we speak. So you may as well go ahead and deal with all that and and get all those accounts reconciled on this side of eternity uh, so that by the time you face the Lord, you're not like, well, oops, you know, and maybe I shouldn't have said that or done this. And you have no idea how in the spirit our word, you know, the world does actually understand this, especially the woo-woo people. They get it that, you know, we are all actually one, believe it or not. We're all very connected, right? And your words do have sound waves. They are attached to sound waves. They do affect the world around you. For God's sakes, they affect your plants, don't tell me your words don't have repercussions on human beings who are also chemical and, and electrical and, you know, magnetic and sexual and all the different parts of our created, our, our created beingness, right? Of course our words have power and they impact others and they impact each other. That's why I hate Twitter at this point. I do, I do, I hate it. And I know, Elon. all of you are so proud to have this freedom of speech. But i got to tell you, I've seen the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst of humanity come out. It's bad. And I follow 99%. I mean, the algorithms have it set up to where most of the accounts I follow or I see, even though I'm pretty heavily shadow banned, um, are conservatives. (laughs) So put that one in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, that was pretty shocking. But I, I've seen some really interesting behavior. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if you realize just how far off the rails you are. And again, chief among them, I've done it too. But glory be to our Father, I have been corrected. <laughs> so, uh, so I try, um, I, I try, try, try uh, to, to live at a different level of excellence. Because that's what we're called to. We're called to holiness. And if I want to not live in a breadline, and I want to not live in fear and anxiety and torment and dread and anger and bitterness and wrath, which are not part of my salvation, by the way, our salvation is righteousness, peace, and joy. Okay. That is not what the enemy's kingdom offers. And neither does Twitter. I have seen some of the most holy people get dragged into unholy conversations where I'm like, yep, there she goes. I was waiting for it. And you guys do it, you know, under the guise of evangelism. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you, what does the word say about sitting in the council and se- sitting in the council and in, in the seat of the scornful? What, what are we told to do with the mockers and the scornful? We are not to stand in their way. We are not to be seated near them they will eat your lunch and they're not interested in reproof they're not interested in in being corrected that that is not the spirit the spirit by which they're governed and so what ends up happening is you end up being devoured <laughs> and then i see your responses and it's like i'm just i'm leaving this conversation i'm like i, I hear you well i mean there's the word in action just don't engage. You're not evangelizing any of these folks by doing that. Block. Block is a beautiful feature. I will give you that. Thanks, Elon, for keeping the block feature. It's a beautiful feature. Mute. You can mute someone without blocking them. They'll never know they're muted. You don't see any of their crap anymore. It's beautiful. It's glorious. It's a fantastic way to maintain your salvation of your righteousness. Peace, 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 and joy, 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 joy. So if you, if you want to maintain your relationship with Twitter and you just cannot get off the crack of Twitter, then I want to encourage you to, to set yourself up for success and guard your heart, guard your mind, guard your mouth, guard your ears. There's so many beautiful things I believe our Father has in store for us during these dark times. And the world needs the, the world at large. But, but the people of the world, they're, they're going to be – we're coming into a season where our Father really is calling people unto himself. And when that happens, you're going to have to have places of refuge. You're going to have to have places of sanity and of sound doctrine. Not a bunch of hoobly goobly itching ears preaching stuff or people who are like a hybrid church or the pearl clutchers for God's sakes, who are like anti Trumpers, anti second amendment, anti free, the anti, anti, anti. Again, there you go. There you have it. There's their fruit. They're part of the anti Christ spirit. They just are. They're afraid of everything. They, they are the governable, uh, by, by wickedness. Right, Everybody put on your mask. Those are the folks who were like, oh, well, your mandate is a law. What? Or Trump is of the devil. What? I'm sorry, have you read your Old Testament? Do you understand who our fathers used as kings and to, and to uh, perpetuate his, his plan and to glorify his own name? Do you, do you have any understanding at all after those millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that you made in Bible studies? I mean it's pretty i gotta tell you, I'm pretty amazed by the chaff and the wheat separation going on right now by our father i'm I don't have to do it. you don't either don't even waste your energy. that's not up to us. that's up to him and by the way, it's not up to me to add daily to my church or to his church rather but or to my ministry. It's up to him, but it is up to me to be prepared and to provide a place of of sound doctrine and of of safety and fellowship you know we're not. <laughs> yeah like we're we're not planning a sit- in or a takeover or any of that like like we our takeover happened whenever Christ gave up his spirit and commended his spirit unto our Father and descended into hell and was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and seats seated at the right hand of the Father, and guess who's sitting right there in him by the spirit of which Dr. Charles Stanley taught me, and God rest his soul, Father. Father, please bless him in his peace, in his rest with you, in his repose. He went on to glory today at the year at the age of ninety. He is a man who I could turn him on and and listen to him at two o'clock in the morning. I was talking with somebody in my fellowship just this weekend. She was laughing about coming in from the club and then getting convicted, coming in from all kinds of stuff and then getting convicted, watching Pastor Stanley at 2.30 in the morning. And boy, that man did not, he did not mince words. And there is a book for those of you who keep preaching this doctrine of devils that somehow you can lose your salvation, okay? There's a book that you have got to get by Dr. Charles Stanley, about eternal salvation. And it is beautiful. It is glorious. And it, it he's coming from the standpoint of having believed that you could and made made a mountain out of that, like literally planted his flag on that subject matter that you could lose your salvation. He absolutely believed that for a number of his youthful years in ministry. He really did believe that. And he does such a beautiful job of telling you why he came to those conclusions, how and then how Father actually convicted him um, and showed him the way out of that belief system. And glory be to our Father because having been raised Orthodox, the Orthodox somewhat believe the same thing, that you're always... You're always working out your salvation, which, of course, we are told to do, right? And we certainly don't take advantage of the grace of our father, many, many in the Protestant church certainly live according to it, but so do Catholics and so do Orthodox, because y'all know you get up and go get your wafer and your communion, right? And you go your absolution prayers and you go to the priest and you're like, well, okay. And you go right back to the same vomit, just like a dog, which is what scriptures tell us not to do. And all men have the propensity to be able to do that, no matter what your uh, religious persuasion is, right? But we are called to a higher standard. We're called to walk out of the returning to our vomit, right? Amen. So Pastor Stanley, um, you know, talked about just eternal security. Oh, so good. So good. And so if you're one of those people who struggle with that, and you're just like, well, screw it. I've already messed up. I'm done. I'm toast. I'm not getting in anyway. And you know how the enemy is. He can twist scripture and make you believe a whole bunch of hobly googly stuff. So, get that book today. But may our father, you know, rest his soul, just be at peace and just know that so many of us were touched and moved and brought to the Lord and just what an amazing ministry and and a transparent ministry. And he repented before the world and talked about his struggles of his divorce. And I mean, it was, he went through quite a bit and his son's ministry has been interesting. I don't know how he felt about his son's ministry, but their ministries were very, very different. I will tell you that. And Pastor Stanley did not mince words. He's one of the greatest um, who is now being laid to rest. And so here at Thirst Ministries, Pastor Stanley, we wish you Godspeed. We love you. We're very grateful for your ministry and for being a dedicated servant unto our Lord and our Savior. Uh, may you rest in peace and may your memory be Eternal. So, all that to say, there's a lot going on in the world, right? I started by talking about weights on scales of justice. And this Resurrection Sunday, what we commemorated and celebrated was the fact that my life and and my sins are not on those scales. The Christ himself laid down upon those scales. So my sins are weighed by his sacrifice, and so are yours. It is important to understand who our Father is and what his name actually is, and what his son's name actually is. Because you're, if you're calling upon other gods, it's important for you to know that because they will answer Our Father is the only living Father, and capital G, capital O, capital D. But He is the only God. He's the only I am. He's the only self existent. Everything else was created. Everything else was created. And we are not to worship the created, we are to worship the Creator. So when you pray, some of you pray to Jesus. He said, "Pray like this: Our Father, know who you're praying to, to whom it is you are praying. Who are you you know, w- would you go to your butcher looking for, you know, I don't know, a a floral arrangement? <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think of, like, the most ridiculous analogy. But, you know, would you would you go to your priest um, for education on, you know, well, no, I can't say that because most of your priests are highly educated on a myriad of subjects, including but not limited to sexuality. Uh, you know, but, but you, you know what I'm saying. I mean, know who it is you're going. Would you go to an atheist about things you know, of the spiritual realm, about our father? Would you go to someone who has no lack no understanding or hasn't been credentialed with certain understanding or hasn't been studied whatever would you would you go to the wrong person for the right response and, and would you go to the person who has no authority seeking for that person to be able to execute authority Just something to think about we can discuss this further in the coming days and weeks but and deeper. But I do want to thank you uh, for those of you who do support my ministry and you support my work at monicamatthews.com. You can make your contributions there. We will have our Thirst Ministries website up soon, and you can make contributions there. I'm not a C3. Do not plan on becoming a 501C3. Um, I plan on being free of the government's involvement in my affairs and as much as I can outside of paying Caesar what is Caesar's, which I just did today. And for those of you who have forgotten, you have until midnight. Uh, Otherwise, you get whacked with even more uh, penalties and fees and all those things. So I would encourage you to get that sucker, at least your extension in by midnight uh, to avoid, what is it, like an additional 25%. So, you know, go ahead and render under Caesars what a Caesars and and make sure you got yourself a really, really smart tax dude or chick (laughs) and uh, someone who understands how to lawfully uh you know make sure that you're paying um, um yeah, make sure that you're paying in accordance with actual tax what people refer to as loopholes, but they are built into the system, so there's nothing illegal about it. you know, I would never encourage you to not pay your taxes even though they are one thousand percent illegal um but render under Caesar what is his and uh hold your nose while you do it. Actually, don't hold your nose. Be grateful that you even have anything to pay. How about that? I know it's illegal, but it means you have a job, a job. means you have a J-O-B. It means you have income, right? So get smart. Hire someone who understands how to help you hold on to more of that income. Amen. And in the meantime, uh, for those of you who are freaked out about the, uh, digital currency coming our way, again, I want to encourage you, Monica protects with Gold.com. Of course, Monica actually protects with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So let's not get it twisted. Uh, but in terms of protecting your account and what that, what that which our Father has blessed you with called savings and retirement. I want to encourage you to run along to Monica Protects with Gold.com. Not tomorrow, not an hour from now, but as soon as you get off this broadcast, you can do it on your phone, Monica Protects with Gold.com and fill out the form uh, and sign up for someone to give you a call and to discuss what your options are. Highly encourage you to make the move before the move is made for you and you continue to watch your retirement and savings deplete up to 35 and 40%. Is what the majority of my audience who contacts me about their losses have lost. That's a lot of money, you guys. And when I lost my inheritance, I had years to make up for it. If you are that close to retirement, this is not 2008, this is not a bailout moment, this is not that. This is a global reset, an economic reset, which is before something resets, you know it normally has to melt down, okay? So it will melt down to a certain point. In my humble opinion, I am not a financial advisor. Don't even pretend to be one on this show. But I will tell you from experience, I wish that I had had something to hedge. And for those of you close to retirement, you need to go ahead and make that call today. Fill out that form today. Monica protects with gold.com. And until tomorrow, I'll be back with you then for more, uh, fellowship with you. You know, I love you. Do hope that you're good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. Ponder that tonight. Look up tithing offering, look up your name. What does your name even mean? Do you know what your name means? Are you walking in the authority of our father and our savior and in the authority of, of how you were created The image and lightness of our Father, something to ponder. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.